Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Exit 8 podcast. You've got myself, John, and you've got Michelle with us today. Um, and today we're, we're sort of going to talk about how everyone can do their part in challenging the extreme right wing. And if I'm honest, just challenging extremism in general. Now, I think, of course, like one of the most obvious ones is to start when people are young. And of course, um, who else really look out other than other than teachers? Do you know people within the education system uh, when people are young? Now, I think in recent years, the far uh, the extreme right wing has been taken a lot more seriously by the education system. You know, when I was involved in the far right, because those of you who don't know, I used to be involved in the extreme right wing. Um, you know, when I used to be involved. There was multiple teachers that knew what I was involved in. There was a lot of staff members that knew I was involved in the extreme right wing. And none of them actually did anything. You know, it took two full years of education, you know, two full years and uh, probably a good, you know, half a year as well, um, where people knew what I was involved in, but, but never actually did anything. Um, and it was only in that sort of third year of education where... Uh, a staff member reported me to the college safeguarding lead but there is definitely responsibility on teachers to report racist activity to report you know signs of radicalization um and it's only really through the teachers that that we can start to do that now if you're if you are involved in any level of education you know whether that's working in a school working in a college or even working in you know like a scouts or you know, a out of school activity like football or boxing or or something like that. You know, where you're teaching kids in any way, shape, or form. You know, your business should have a designated safeguarding lead. So if you've got any concerns, you know, you just have that gut feeling that something isn't quite right. Do not be afraid to go to your safeguarding lead and have some uh, you know conversations with them. Um, if for whatever reason you don't know who your safeguard is or you don't uh, feel comfortable going to them, don't be afraid to reach out to us at Exit Hate. Uh, we will always give you some support. Uh, Michelle, you know, for, from your perspective there, is there anything that you'd like to add, you know, around teachers and, and, and what they can do or what they can look out for? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's always a situation where people feel um, nervous about having conversations because they don't want to, um, they don't want to maybe rock the boat or, or sort of, say something if they've if they've misinterpreted a certain situation um i think that ultimately um the important thing to remember here is this is that um these organizations aren't there you know like a safeguarding lead and, and ultimately like you know a preventer if it goes to, to you know like down a, a channel meeting they're not there to um to ruin a, a, a young person's life or anybody's life it, it is a you know they will sit down and have a, and have a real conversation about those things and 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 see if there is kind of mitigating circumstances if it is something that needs to be you know requires some involvement um, and it could just be an opportunity to, to you know, if you, if, so, I mean, there's a lot of responsibility that falls on teachers' shoulders, as we as we know. So it's about kind of if you are in that education environment or you're working with young people or, 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 or vulnerable people and you feel like, I'm not quite sure about this. If, you know, am I, am I kind of misinterpreting this situation or is this something that needs to be, you know, pulled up or addressed? It's about sharing that information and having a conversation with somebody you know in a, in an appropriate department and yeah like you say if that's a safeguarding lead or 
or you know or a, you know your head teacher or so on and so forth in an education environment and if you work in a community center or um, a voluntary you know organization or something that doesn't have a, the, the same sort of organization organizational structure then you can reach out to us and we can have confidential conversations um talk to us about what you've seen or what you've heard i think it's important to remember like you say john like you know you're a shining example of how that early intervention changed your direction changed your path like and had that not happened things could look very different for you right like so yeah yeah absolutely and you know if you know those teachers had stepped in at an earlier stage you know maybe when i was still in high school and had intervened then you know if they had gone about it the right way you know there is definitely potential there where i wouldn't have spent so many years involved in the extra right wing and you know it's for me, it's it's just so important that we get this message out now and uh, and sort of get teachers that understanding of you know they're not going to be called you know all the names under the sun if they go to their safeguarding lead and they're wrong to do so and you know a referral isn't needed. Um, you know, it's it's just about being aware and being concerned and just keeping an eye out for these signs of radicalization, both uh, with extreme right wing, extreme left wing, uh, Islamist, and all the other different forms of extremism. Now, another very good way to get through to young people is, of course, through memes and videos. Now, at Exit Hate, we do produce a lot of memes and videos and, uh, you know, little uh, bits of, um, you know, photography and pictures and things like that to go on our main social media pages. Now over at Exit Hate, we actually are always looking for people to create more memes for us and create more little videos. So if you're out there and you're a young person listening to this or, you know, you may be an older person listening to this and, you know, you have those editing skills and that ability to edit memes and edit little videos and things like that, you know, we, we always appreciate volunteers coming forward. You know, we always appreciate, you know, volunteers creating uh, material for us. And if you can um, spare some time to do that, you know, we really, really would appreciate it. And if that's something that you're interested in, um, you know, please, uh, please do get in contact with us because uh, that is something that we're always looking for and something that we always really, really, really appreciate. Um, and again, you, you know, you don't have to be named. You know, we, we'll keep your identity hidden. You know, we'll keep you protected. Uh, nobody will know it's you um you know we can we can keep you protected so if that's a concern please do not worry about that now um just very quickly going back to to that safeguarding point you know everybody does have a duty of care you know if if you've got a young person and they're talking in support of neo-nazism and they're talking about groups like national action who are a band prescribed terrorist organization and things like that we all we all do have a duty of care to report that um now as I always say, you know, it's better to make a referral and be wrong than be wrong not to make a referral. Because uh, sadly, we have seen throughout history how quick, uh, you know, people uh, people can get involved in the far right and can get really deeply involved. You know, um, we, we've seen attacks in recent years, such as a Fins Park mosque attack, uh, where the attacker, uh, and I'm not going to say his name and I'm not going to, you know, give his name any more publicity, but the person who did that attack, was involved in the far right for less than a year. Um, so that's less than a year from recruitment to committing terrorist attack. Um, you know, it goes to show how quick the far right can radicalize and can manipulate these people into committing horrific, horrific acts of violence like we see in uh, the Finsbach mosque attack. Um, 
and it, and it just goes to show how important it is to make them referrals and to get that help and advice at the earliest possible stage. Um, again, we all have a duty of care through uh, prevent to report uh, any signs of radicalization, any concerns that you might have. And again, you can do that uh, by going to your safeguarding lead and prevent, uh, and they should always be your first port of call. Uh, but if that doesn't work, you know, you can always come to us over at Exit Hate. Now, um, Exit Hate, you know, we offer non-judgmental air and provide alternative viewpoints to mentor people away from the far right. We do indeed have a family support program as well, uh, which I think, Michelle, you could probably give us a little bit more information about the family support program. Yeah, and like, as you pointed out, John, you know, there are other situations in regards to somebody who's... Um, possibly being radicalized you know like if you are in an education environment or you know or in a work environment it could be somebody there that spots that spots that you know behavioral change or, or or some sort of difference in you but um from our point of view a lot of the time the person who the person who recognizes that something's not right is going to be like mum or dad like we've you know we've talked about many times so you know that's that's our family support not only um kind of offers support to family members who are worried about a loved one's involvement and the emotional um emotional strain that that has on them but also it, we can sort of help them um recognize those signs and maybe even talk to them about ways that we can kind of uh look to engage with the with the person involved and maybe try and pull them away which in most cases is kind of an element of like we, we don't encourage like parents to sort of offer counter narratives or or, or even you know challenge some of those ideologies or beliefs it's more about kind of trying to bring them back into the into the you know to the family environment trying to trying to remind them of what they're potentially losing by their involvement so those are the many elements of kind of like family support that we do here and that's again showing how everybody um, can be active in the process of stopping the kind of radicalization process whether that's mom dad siblings a teacher you know uh, um, a frontline worker you know a caregiver a guardian you know and as you've mentioned like other young people um creating contents for us as like you know memes and videos because that is like you say like 70 percent of recruitment's happening online that's how young people are becoming engaged through gaming communities and so on and so forth and if we can kind of alert people to those risks um and pull them away from that um then that's amazing you know alongside like you know if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking well I don't none of those things that you've mentioned you know fit me and I don't fit into any of those ca uh, categories but I want to support the work that you're doing you know you can also ultimately offer a donation you know like we're always going to be looking for like some sort of we're, we're charity you know we, we're just like any other charity we rely on like donations and charity funds so um you know if, if, if there is ways that you feel that you can support us to, to continue the work that we're doing because ultimately you know we're working towards sort of ending you know extremism and and because it just destroys many lives not just the person involved but you know families and, and the network around them and then you know the outward community so there's other things that you can help us with um it isn't just about kind of like you know hands-on support it can also be about some sort of monetary support there's, there's other ways that you can support the process yeah absolutely michelle you know um if you are in a position where you're able to donate you know we we, we really do appreciate it you know as michelle said there we are a, a, a small charity and we really do appreciate any donations you guys you know can give um we understand that you know times are hard right now you know <laughs> 
you know we've got the uh, energy crisis and the cost of living so we do completely understand if you can't um but if, if you are able to give you know e even just a couple of quid we, we really do appreciate it and um going back to something else michelle just said there with 70 percent of people getting recruited online you know if you ever see any far-right propaganda online any far-right videos any far-right images far-right documents any type of uh, extreme right-wing uh, content by the way guys just to clear up if we ever say far-right and extreme right-wing uh, the new term for the far-right is the extreme right-wing as you can probably tell in these podcasts me michelle and the rest of the team are still getting used to it uh, so just to clear that up, if you are confused between the far right and the extreme right wing, they're the same thing. The extreme right wing is just a new term. Um, but if you do come up with, if you do come up against any extreme right wing propaganda online, you can report it via the I Report It app. That's just I Report It. Um, it's available on iOS, Android. It's available on PC. Uh, and if you go to the I Report It app you can anonymously report extremes content so it isn't just the extreme right wing it's the extreme left wing it's islamist all forms of extremism uh if you find some of their content online you can report it via the i report it up it takes literally 20 seconds to fill out a report and that report will go off to the online counterterrorism team and they'll have that content removed from the internet so that's anything from a meme to a video to a document to a game any type of content that you find if it's extremist related you can report it via the i report it app um something else you can do as well you know if you're thinking i don't really want to speak to exit hey i don't really want to speak to my safeguarding lead and i don't really want to speak to prevent you can also contact um act early uh, act early you're another option for um you know counter terrorism and counter extremism that you guys can call uh, act early um you can contact them via their website or you can give them a call on 0800 011 3764 that's 0800 011 3764 and their phone number is active from 9am to 5pm every single day so if you do want to give them a call you absolutely can do uh so then michelle is uh is there anything that you know you'd like to add here before we before we do close off and uh and end another great episode no i think it is just important to as you said um john to sort of be aware of the fact that there is something that that most of us can do and um and it is about also um, aside from all of those things potentially maybe having um uncomfortable conversations you know like just like we kind of like try to encourage in all aspects of like um life at the moment you know like guys are being encouraged to kind of call out bad behavior with you know the guys like you know um if you you know if you've got a friend that sort of all of a sudden seems to be changing and you know and seems to be kind of um shifting in a direction seems to be kind of like expressing um opinions that you don't that don't quite sit well with you um you know don't be afraid to have a a, a conversation but try and approach that from a non you know non-confrontational place i know that can be hard especially when we're faced with like opinions that that, that don't, you know that don't fall in line with our own you know moral compass or our own you know like thoughts politically socially whatever um but something could be happening to that person you know it, nine times out of ten they've might you know they've fallen down a bit of a rabbit hole they've started to um listen to certain things because they might they might be in a bit of a vulnerable place there might be something else going on and it is about like just not feeling like you can't 
you know, call your mate out and say, like, hang on a minute, mate, where's this coming from? You know, where have you heard these things? Let's t- let's sit down and let's have a conversation about this and try and listen to them, try and hear what they're saying, um, and try and guide them back to a good place. Because you know, behind every um extreme right wing person behind everybody that's kind of like showing these sort of like radical right or radical left like thought processes there is a human being that that, you know probably has some some level of vulnerability or you know trauma or has, has come at this from that place like john mentioned it is a hard time you know especially now we've just you know i know the pandemic seems like a long time ago but it also doesn't and you know, we're going through a rough time. There seems to be bad news all the time. And, and the, the, you know, the far right and either side will take advantage of those things and manipulate these tough times. Um, and when you're scared and vulnerable, you, you're desperate for answers. So it, it's, it's, it's entirely possible one of you might to might, you know, might start listening to, 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 to bad stuff. Um, and it would be up to you to kind of like steer them back, steer them back to the light. So, as much as there's though these these other things like the I report at talking to your safeguarding lead the act early if you know if we start talking if we're talking about one of your mates sit down with them you know have a pint have a coffee try and try and approach the conversation from a non-confrontational place because I think that those real world conversations aren't happening as much as they used to and we desperately need them um so that's just the one thing that I wanted to add really like you know it's it, it's about kind of like everybody trying to do what they can to pull people back from ruining their lives really yeah absolutely michelle you know i, I couldn't put it uh better myself there you know i think that's a a great way to close off the the podcast and uh you know i can tell we're cut from the same cloth when you stress going for a pipe before going for a yeah coffee, yeah you know? yeah <laughs> i went there i thought like well i better about the coffee part like you know just in case <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely but uh yeah hopefully you guys got something from this podcast you know we really do as always appreciate you listening in if you do want to check out any of our other podcasts please do free feel free to go to our exit spotify account you know you'll find loads of podcasts on there um so please do feel free to check that out um and as always you know we do want some support from us over at exit hate you can message us on social media uh you can contact us via our website or you can give us a call on 0800-999-1945. And with Exit Hate, as always, there is no judgment, just support. Uh, So once again, thank you guys for listening to this podcast, and we will catch you guys in the next one.